Hello, dear friend, and welcome to this episode of the Daily Walk Heaven Words podcast. I'm Father Stanislaw, and I am so privileged and I feel very honored that I can share God's Word with you. We enter into the fourth week of Easter, and our meditation and our um, exploration of the Easter time, the life of the resurrection, continues and we are invited to look at Jesus as the shepherd. We prepare ourselves for this encounter with the word by bowing our heads and praying. Almighty ever-living God, lead us to a share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I said to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep, The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hears his voice. As the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, amen, I said to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pastures. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we begin the fourth Sunday. We are in the fourth Sunday. We begin the fourth week of Easter and our journey into the life of the resurrection as we continue to meditate on this beautiful mystery of the resurrection deepens and goes into this wonderful reality of what God wants to achieve in us and for us. And the predominant image is that of Jesus as the shepherd. Now, certainly we, in our culture, in our, at our times, um, we may uh, almost uh, make this image 
of the shepherd as a romantic one. But at the time of Jesus, the image of the shepherd was very common. So if we want to enter into this reality of what it means to have a shepherd, and most especially a shepherd that comes and does things completely different than all others. In fact, Jesus identifies himself not, not only as a shepherd, but as a good shepherd. And he's good not because of the skills that he has. He is good because he gives his life for the flock. And he does so so that they may enjoy the freedom. Did you hear what Jesus said? The sheep of the, his flock come in and go out. They're free. But most especially, they are free to enjoy life and life in abundance. This is what God wants to achieve, that we may have life, but not just to survive, but to thrive. That's who the Christian is. Someone who follows Jesus in order to experience this, uh, not, not necessarily in order to, as we follow Jesus, we experience the life, the abundant life that he wants us to have. So what's happening? Well, Jesus uses this speech, uh, again, following a little bit of a background. First of all, what's in the background of this gospel reading? Well, there is a passage in the book of Ezekiel where the shepherd of the people, the leaders of the people, are contrasted with and against the leadership of God. And therefore, the, the first, we hear the first time that God uses the image as a shepherd and applies this to himself. And he says, well, when the human shepherds lead a flock, they always do it because they're going to get something out of it. They're going to get the wool. They're going to have lamb chop, you know, whatever it is. There is something there. Instead, the, sh the shepherding of God is completely different. He doesn't take, he gives. And then, of course, the beautiful psalm that we heard, the Lord is my shepherd, which is very popular. Unfortunately, somehow we have associated this psalm with funeral masses, with funeral rites, uh, because it's a typical psalm that we use in those settings. But this psalm is very strong and is very direct. In English, like in Italian, in order to say the first phrase, we use a lot of letters, a, a lot of uh, words. The Lord is my shepherd. In Hebrew, two words. Yahweh, Rohi. And it's not just a generic Lord that is my shepherd or a Lord that is in competition with others. The Hebrew text te tells us straight, straight in a very clear way that, that that shepherd is Yahweh, is God, not somebody else. Why is this important? Because Jesus talks about himself as a shepherd, and he is the shepherd because he uses the front door. But then he uses other people. There, are, there is another image overlapping that one, of that, that of the thieves and robbers. They come not from the front door, but from the back door, or from the window, from the side. And they are there because they want to get something out of it, because they are thieves and robbers. What does it mean for us? 
that we must always be very, very careful whom we listen to. Because there are some people who come to us and they speak to us and they may, they may use religious language, uh, gospel language, uh, things that we are familiar with and we think they are worth following without realizing that they are coming from the side because they want to take something away from us. Only the shepherd leads the flock out. And uh, the, the word behind he leads them out is the same word used in the scriptures to describe the action that God did to lead people, the, the Hebrews, out of Egypt into the promised land. Okay, it's the same thing. So what do we see? That only he, the good shepherd, leads the flock from the fold into the promised land, into the place of uh, refreshment, of uh, feeding, the place where we can experience life in abundance. How do we find out if we are following the good shepherd or a thief or a robber? Because again, they may be using the same language. Jesus says, we, first of all, we must recognize the voice of the shepherd. For a sheep, I understand, I never had one, but I understand that it's fundamental for the sheep, it's matter of life and death for a sheep to recognize the voice of the shepherd. You can put, I understand, sheep of different flocks all together as they used to do it at the time of Jesus at night. They would put all the sheep in one fold, in one place. In the morning, the different shepherds will come and will call the sheep, and they will recognize the voice of the shepherd. We must develop this sensitivity to recognize the voice of the shepherd. Otherwise, into the green pastures, we are not going to make it. And the life that we're experiencing is not abundant. It's just a survival thing. How do we do it? We must fill our mind with the gospel. We must make sure that whenever we look at an event or we hear people speaking, we are able to recognize, nope, that sounds Christian, but it ain't. Because it's offending this, this, and this, or it's violating these other aspects. Sometimes, unfortunately, it's out there. We think just because of certain things that it must be Christian, because doesn't God want me to dot, dot, dot. But maybe the good shepherd is saying, nope, I want you to do this, not that. So it's matter for us of life and death to learn how to recognize the voice of the shepherd. And there is nothing more um, direct, the, the, the most direct way for us to learn about the shepherd is to deepen our knowledge and familiarity with the gospel, with scriptures, and with the true teaching of the church. Because there are alternative teaching out there too. Unfortunately, every once in a while, I run into them as well. Practices like Lectio Divina have been given to us since the beginning of our spirituality as Christians, as Catholics. And that's a wonderful way to learn how to recognize the voice of the shepherd. And, um, and that is the greatest, this is the greatest recommendation that I can offer all of you. 
make sure that every day you enter into the Word of God and let the shepherd teach you, teach us how to recognize the voice so that we don't confuse him with one of those thieves and robbers. My goodness, God has given us a wonderful gift with his word, and we want to appreciate it. We want to do whatever it takes to enter into this relationship with Jesus, the eternal word of God, so that we may continue to follow him and in say, by the way we live to all people, that I am led into a different type of lifestyle, a lifestyle that makes me, makes us experience life in abundance because I'm following the only one who's worth following because he has given us his life. And because of that, we can experience his because only one, only Jesus is the shepherd and we will never want for anything more because we have all that our hearts truly desires. I hope that you have been inspired to commit yourself to read regularly the Word of God so that you too can learn to recognize the voice of the shepherd and follow him. I wish you well. Please continue to pray for me and be assured of my prayer for all of you. I talk to you soon and God bless. Bye-bye.